Hi everyone, my name is Gabriel and this is the Hour of the Raven, your channel for everything Ravenloft, RPG, Dungeons and Dragons and horror. Today we will take a look at the Great Conjunction, an event of catastrophic proportions that nearly annihilated the Land of the Mists. But first, a warning to the scholars of these apocalyptic prophecies. The present video should delve into minor details of the plot of the adventures of the Great Conjunction. Thus, if you wish to play these adventures, this video may contain some minor spoilers of the events and plots of the adventure models. Are you ready? So let us unravel the secrets that we stole from the Vistani to better understand the horrors that plagued the world and forever changed the land of the mists. Power in the early 90s, almost all major Dungeons and Dragons settings were involved in a large cataclysmic metaplot event, for the purpose of inserting large narrative acts, advancing the story, and bringing major changes and novelties to the scenarios. Greyhawk was embroiled in a major conflict into the Greyhawk Wars and From the Ashes supplements. Forgotten Realms suffered the iconic times of trouble, and Mistara was devastated by the rot of the Immortals. The Ravenloft campaign setting has just been released in the 90s, but it also had its own cataclysmic event, which will dramatically change its landscape and history. The Great Conjunction was the event that struck the Ravenloft campaign setting and threatened it to destroy the Land of the Mists. This mega-event was explored through six adventure models, each encompassing one of the six signs predicted in the Skosa prophecy. Skosa was a Vistani man who possessed the gift of sight. According to the tradition of the Vistani, only women could have the prescient sight, and the men who manifested such abilities were murdered in their infancy so they would not grow to become a Dukar. A Dukar is a Vistani man with the gift of sight and is bound to foresee only terrible prophecies and by his acts bring death and suffering to the world. The legends tells that the Dukar are destined to put an end to all Vistani people. In the year of 735 of the Barovian calendar, Skosa prophesied the end of the Land of the Mists and wrote it on parchments known as the Skosa Extragram. In these parchments, he wrote and predicted six signs that would foretell a night of eternal darkness. Despite writing such prophecies in the year 735, reports of discoveries of prophecy scrolls can date back a few centuries earlier which can only be explained by the mythical ability of some Vistani tribes to travel through time. One of these scrolls, founded in the distant lands of Harakir, contained the hexagram of Iskosa. These signs were foreseen by Iskosa, a Vistani most gifted with the sight. Spread word of this wherever you travel. Only the true-hearted can stop the fall of the night of evil. The night of evil shall descend on the land 
when these acts of science are near at hand. In the house of Dagon, the sorcerer born, true life and life and living shall scorn. The lifeless child of a stern mother found erodes a time a night of evil unbound. Seven times the son of sons doth rise to send the knave to an eternity of cries. The light of the sky shining over the dead shall gutter and fail turning out to red. Inahira will make his fortunes reverse, doing all to live with the dreaded curse. The bodiless shall journey to the time before, where happiness to hate creates lands and lore. Each of these signs were presented in an official adventure module. While most of these adventures didn't even have the prophecy as a primary objective, the later two adventures deal directly with the outcome of the prophecy and with the reversal of its nefarious effects. The first sign of the prophecy refers to the adventure Feast of Goblins, set in the domains of Katakas, Gundarak and Daglian. In this adventure, the heroes get involved in a conspiracy plan of Acriel and Dominiani, a wolfware and a vampire who intended to obtain a legendary artifact. With the Diagon's crown, they planned to create an army of goblins and depose their masters, Harkon Lucas, Acriel's father, and Duke Gundar, the Dark Lords who ruled the Kartakas and Gundarak domains. The conflicts over the crown eventually bring back the sorcerer Diagon and the heroes must prevent his return at his intent to become a new Dark Lord. The second sign of the prophecy is set in the Nocturnal Sea and is present in the adventure Ship of Horror, in which the adventurers enter in collision course with Meredoth, a powerful necromancer who inhabits the island of Todstein. The adventurers board a cursed ship that uses it to carry bodies to the island of Todstein to Meredoth necromantic experiments. Eventually, the ship captain decided to dump the bodies into the ocean after receiving his payment, and so he became incursed. The adventurers must break the ship curse and retrieve the bodies at the bottom of the ocean. The third sign is depicted in the adventure Touch of Death and takes the adventurers to the distant lands of Haraki, a domain of Egyptian inspiration where they confront Semet, a powerful mummy who planned to usurp the power of Ankepot and became the new Dark Lord. The adventurers invade the tomb of the pharaohs and awake Ankepot from his ancient slumber, condemning his treacherous servant Semet to an eternity of suffering. The fourth sign is portrayed in the adventure Night of the Walking Dead and takes place in the lands of Sorang where sinister events surround the village of Marai de Tarascon. Adventures must unravel the mystery of a wave of murders and discover the reasons for the sudden reanimation of corpses as zombies. Only then, they must confront the origin of this evil under the light of a blood moon. The mighty king of Darkon, the lich Azanin Hex, became aware of his Koza prophecies and began to intervene for their fulfillment, obsessed with the possibility of leaving the misty prison to break his curse and return to Earth. He accelerated the outcome of the prophecies 
and eventually caused the sixth sign of the prophecy to occur out of order, preceding the fifth sign. The sixth sign is presented in the adventure from the shadows, in which the adventurers are killed by the headless horseman and sent by the leech back to the past, to the wedding night of Sergei and Tatiana, when Strad von Zarovich is turned into a vampire and the land of the mist is created. After interfering with the past, the adventurers must escape the castle of Vernus and its horror and an attempt to destroy Azalin. The fifth sign, whose order of event was altered by Azalin, is the object of the last great conjunction adventure in the module Roots of Evil. In this adventure, when the catastrophic effects of the Grand Conjunction began and the lands of the mist released their prisoners onto the material plane, it's up to the adventurers to stop Azalin from completing the last sign of the prophecy. The fifth sign involved the demon Inahira that would reverse his fate and finally obtain the soul of Strad von Zarovich. On the Barovia in the material plane, the heroes must interfere with the confrontation of Azalin, Strad, and Inahira, and destroy Inahira's book of keeping, preventing the signal from completing and reversing the effects of the Great Conjunction. Although the heroes prevent the fifth sign of the Great Conjunction, its effects have already been felt through the Land of the Mists, and the Land of the Mists has been drastically altered. The lands were engulfed by mists as earthquakes, tremors, and other cataclysmic events plagued the world and terrorized their inhabitants. The lands of Blutspur disappeared from the south of the continent and were isolated by the mists, where once there was the domains of Gehenna and Markovia, a large crack opened in the center of the continent, known as the mysterious Shadow Rift. The domain of Gehenna became isolated in the mists, while Markovia appeared as an island in the Sea of Sorrows. The domain of Arak was swept away by powerful forces and later annexed by the kingdom of Darkon. The same thing happened with the domain of Arkandale, annexed by the domain of Verbrek. After the assassination of the Dark Lord, Duke Gundar, the lands of Gundarak were invaded and annexed by the neighborhood kingdoms of Barovia and Invidia. The kingdom of Borca merged with the kingdom of Dorvinia and was now ruled jointly by its two dark lords and cousins, Ivana Borizzi and Ivan Dislinzia. The drastic cataclysmic changes profoundly altered the people who survived. Apocalyptic visions now plagued Theodore Reigns, a priest of the Church of Ezra. And in the land of Tepes, an inquisition began to purge any influence of the fairy creatures that now emerged from the Shadow Rift. Why did the Rivenloft campaign settings change so much in its composition so soon after its initial release? Although I can't claim any knowledge of internal decisions of the TSR staff, I believe that the changes of the Great Conjunction attempt to give a more cohesion to the scenario which would become a more coherent world rather than an amalgam of domains that were only the basis for Escape from Hell adventures. Until then, almost all of Ravenloft's adventures involved players being transported by the mists to a Ravenloft domain, 
where they had to deal with the horrors of the realm in order to find a portal to escape from the demiplane of dread. The Great Conjunction changes contributed to a more coherent setting, and the following supplements and adventures of Rivenloft involved native characters and goals that were not about simply escaping from the oppressive reality of the Demiplane of Dread, but making a positive difference in a world ruled by evil Dark Lords and the mysterious Dark Powers. Some of these changes also aimed to eliminate domains considered too generic and non-Gothic, such as the realm of Arak, Ravenloft's Droll Domain, or eliminate repetitive team domains such as Gundarak, absorbed by Barovia, both domains ruled and dominated by vampires, and Arkandale, absorbed by Verberg, both domains with the werewolf team. Finally, some of these domains were simply relocated because they worked best in a context of isolation, such as Brutzburg and Gehenna, or Markovia, which was inspired by the tale of Island of Dr. Moreau and would work better as an island. If you intend to play the adventures of the Great Conjunction, they are available for free and you can legally download them. The adventures were written for the second edition Advanced Dungeons and Dragons system, but can be easily adapted to other system of Dungeons and Dragons. I currently dungeon master a 15-year-old campaign set in Ravenloft, which began with the events of the Adventures of the Great Conjunction, interspersed with other events and adventures of the Ravenloft campaign setting. If these are your plans, I only recommend that you change the order of these adventures, as they are made for different levels of characters and are not presented in a crescent order and progression. The recommended order to play them with the same group would be to start with the Night of the Walking Dead adventure, which is made for low-level adventurers, and then play in this order Feast of Goblins, Touch of Death, and Ship of Horrors. The last two adventures, From the Shadows and Roots of Evil, should be played in a sequel and are a grand finale to the Great Conjunction series of adventures. In my campaign, I even extended the time travel inserted in the adventure from the shadows to include the original adventure Ravenloft, the I-6 module, and the House of the Griffon Hill, the I-10 module. The two adventures that inspired the creation of the Ravenloft campaign setting. Now that we unraveled the mystery of the cataclysmic event of the Great Conjunction, the time has come for us to continue our exploration of new domains and its cursed dark lord. Subscribe to this channel and enable notifications so we can continue to explore the secrets and horrors of these dark lands.